spectacles Honda Suzuki, helping riders have fun since 1954. What's up, everybody? Jay Swords back in the studio here at Betancourt's podcast. We are excited, ready to go for the 2022 season. Up next, we're going to be talking with Evan Kelleher, a local racer that we sponsor here out of Betancourt's, so stay tuned. The all-new 2022 Suzuki Hayabusa. With over 500 new components in the motor alone, this bike is designed to excite. Ready for the track, but comfortable for the street. This bike is every rider's dream. Equipped with launch control for the thrill seekers and also cruise control for the long hauls. What better bike could you ask for? And we are back in the studio today. We got Evan Kelleher with us today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, like Jason, I'm Evan Kelleher. Uh, I'm a 15-year-old flat track racer from Rainham, Massachusetts. So, Evan, how long have you been riding, and uh, what got you started? My dad got me on a quad when I was about four or five, and then when I was seven, I hopped on a dirt bike, and I mainly just rode trails and around my house and stuff, but the police kind of started to crack down on recreational riding. So I went to a, a racetrack, Wachusett Valley Riders Club, and it just went from there. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I grew up on ATVs myself. Um, never, never got on a dirt bike until this year at 32 years old. And let me tell you, the learning curve once you're 32 is much steeper. Um, so once you got into racing, was it, was it just you took off from there? Yeah, the first race I ever did I went out for practice, I liked it, and I did heat races and mains, and uh, from that point on, I knew I was I was going to be doing it for a long time, because I just had so much fun at the track, and I couldn't think that uh, riding recreational or just around my house, I was going to have more fun there. I knew I was going to have way more fun at the track and meet a lot of people for it. Yeah, I mean, you definitely have that competitive nature. Um, you can see that when you're out there on the track. So Betancourt's has been sponsoring you for about a year and a half now. What has Betancourt's done for you as far as prepping for the races? For basically every race, I'll bring my wheels down to Betancourt's, and they'll they'll have uh, fresh tires put on, and with these four strokes, you know, sometimes they need a valve adjustment, so they'll do a valve adjustment or any other little thing that I need on my bike to be ready for the race that following weekend. They'll make sure they have it done, my bike's ready to go. They're always real good. So coming into the 2022 season, what are you riding this year? I'm riding my CRF 250, and once the CRF 450 Works Edition is all set to go, we'll be riding that. The main class that I'll be in is 250 Mod and 450 Stock and Mod. What are your goals for this season coming up here? My biggest goal is I want an AMA number one plate. That's been my goal for since I've been going to Nationals, which is about two years now, and I see other people getting them. I just really want to have one of those hanging on my wall. So Daytona Bike Week, the Steve Nace, uh, AMA Vintage Nationals, Amateur Nationals, those are all places I could get one. Uh, Corey Texer Winter Throwdown, I can get. I can now get one there, but that's going to be for not for a little bit. So You've raced both motocross and flat track. What are some of the differences between flat track and motocross? Motocross is definitely a lot harder on your body. You have to be more physically fit. It's, you know, being mainly a flat track racer, you know, you're not really too worried about results when you go to a, to a motocross track. So when I ride motocross, I'm more relaxed. You know, I can really uh, 
practice keeping my breathing uh, steady. And you know, when it comes to the flat track, it's totally different thing. And uh, you know, you obviously have the steel shoe and the bike's lower, different wheels, and uh, definitely faster. But yeah. Who's your your number one uh, racer of all time? Probably right now it's Corey Taxi because just how much he's doing for the sport. You know, he um he has a great amateur team and he's always promoting the sport of flat track and you know, you, you go you watch the uh nationals that he's he races at and he's you always see him on the podium and uh yeah, he just does so much for the sport. If you had any advice to give to the younger generation coming up in racing, what would you tell that young racer? Take any opportunity you can to practice with fast people or even just on a good track find try to make good connections with fast people because if you can get on a track with those fast people then you can chase them around and that's when you get better chasing people i know you've traveled pretty much across the nation um what's the furthest you've traveled for a race and which is your your favorite track to race at uh i've traveled the farthest i've traveled is either florida or decoin illinois uh they were both about roughly 17 hour drive my favorite track of all time is probably Volusia Speedway in Florida. That was one of my first half miles, and first time I rode that track, it was I just had a great time. Past couple of weeks, been watching Supercross, and they talk about there's a curse for the opening race. Some racers tend to go out there, you know, all out and wanna wanna set the tone high. Uh, what do you what do you feel in the first opening race of the season, and how do you approach that? First opening race of the season, I'm I'm usually pretty relaxed, and my first race is usually it doesn't always really mean anything to me because most of the time it's not for points. It's just a race to kind of kick things off. But this year, uh, my first race is going to mean something. It's uh, at a 2022 Daytona Bike Week. So that is going to account for something. I need to make sure I do good there. So hoping to have good luck at that, which I believe is North, North County Speedway in Florida. So, Now, is this going to be your first race on the new Works Edition? Uh, yes, it is. We're uh, stripping the suspension off soon to get that done. So uh, hopefully that bike is ready for uh, the uh, Daytona Bike Week. And I can't wait to ride that bike. I can't wait to see you out there on that thing. I mean, these bikes are unbelievable how much power they have. I'm over here riding a 450X, and I can only imagine the power of the 450R, never mind the Works Edition, which even is dialed in you know, from the factory. That, that It's got to be amazing. Tell me a little bit about the Works Edition and why you chose to go with that over the regular 450R. Well, the the CR450 Works Edition, it gives you an advantage uh, in the stock classes. You know, if you took a, a regular stock CR450 and then you put all the things that the Works Edition has, like the Yoshimura pipe, uh, the Hinson clutch, you know, all the other goodies that the Works Edition comes with, even if the, you made the stock one identical to the Works Edition, it would still be considered cheating. You can get thrown out of the class for that. So since the works edition comes from the factory the way it is, I'm allowed to ride it in the stock classes. 
And, you know, if you're just going to be having one bike, it's a good bike to have if you're going to be doing the stock and mod because it's really good in the stock class and it can also be competitive in the modified classes. Now, what what type of racing, what's your favorite track? I know you got the uh, the quarter mile, the half mile. What's your what's your favorite, what's your preference for, for a track? Um, my favorite type of track is definitely a half uh, pea gravel half mile because – it gets it gets kind of like deep like a sand, but it's also you have traction with also being sideways at the same time. It's kind of hard to explain, but you you just go into that corner and you you don't let off the gas. You just hold it wide open sideways, going around that whole bend, and it's definitely one of the funnest tracks I've ever ridden. It's unbelievable what you guys do. I I see some of the flat track videos, and I'm just in awe. Um, I know you mentioned ice racing. You were out at the NIP recently. Um, how, how does that fare, you know, in comparison to flat track? Is it same techniques um, or tell me a little bit about that? Doing ice, if, you, if you're on a short track for ice riding, there's a little bit more rear brake being used because you can't really slide it in like you can off flat track because of the, the studs in your tires. But... As far as like form and stuff like that goes, it's it's all basically the same. So I know uh, last year Marshfield, you came out. You told me before the race you were just going out there to enjoy yourself, just trying to have some fun. Do you see another Marshfield Supercross event in your future? Yeah, definitely. That was an event I've been wrong to ride for a long time. Of ever since I was little, I I remember I'd be going there with my parents and my my brothers and. Uh, We'd sit down in the stands and we'd watch with some food, and it was just a great time. And I've, for, ever since I've been watching, I just wanted to get out there and race with uh, all the guys out there. And this was my second time uh, racing it, first time actually enjoying it. Uh, first time I went, it wasn't that good of a time because fell a couple times. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, this time my main goal was just to not fall. and. I, f- I ain't falling. I end up coming through with the win, so happy about that. I can't wait for the next one. I know you have some sponsors, some people you want to thank, so uh, go ahead and take it away. I'd mainly like to thank, uh, obviously, Benton Corton Suzuki and uh, South Joy Cabinets, Plymouth County Spower Sports, Rich Seymour Racing, Arai Helmets, Taldo Real Estate, Brian Gray Performance, TL Vinyls, Retrofit Technologies, and Ryko Excavating Contractor Incorporated. Uh, a couple of people that uh, they're not necessarily sponsors, but they really interested in my uh, racing program and want to see me do good is uh, Tony Leary and Jeff Swenson. Uh, Jeff Swenson he gave a uh, very de- generous donation uh, before the twenty twenty one amateur nationals, and that really helped with gas on the way out there. And uh, Tony Leary he's uh, he paid for my steel shoe uh, when I got to amateur nationals, so I had a brand new one ready to go. And uh, he's always helped with a lot of little things that just really helped me out with my riding and uh, my bikes. That's awesome. You know, it takes a lot of support and a big team behind these racers to to make this happen. I'm sure you're extremely grateful for the team that you have supporting you, behind you. Um, And we're looking forward to seeing what 2022 has to bring for the Kelleher Racing Team. And we'll be right back after these short messages. The Honda Goldwing, the mecca of all touring bikes. Just when you thought it couldn't get better, Honda seems to fill the void. With the 2021 coming with a bigger trunk, again, Honda listens to their customers. Always improving, always moving forward. That's Honda for you.
and we are back in the studio. We got Bobby Betancourt to grace us with his presence today. What's going on, Bob? Uh, too much. Thanks for having me on, Jay. Thank you for doing this. And uh, Evan, thanks a lot for coming on, man. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Thank Evan for an awesome year, you know, supporting Betancourt's. And I, I greatly appreciate, you know, his uh, his enthusiasm behind us and also just his uh, his marketability, you know. I highly recommend you guys follow him on Facebook and Instagram. We'll tag his uh, his usernames in there so you guys can find him. But what a great kid and, man, just uber talented, natural talent like you can't believe. You, you can tell he, he was born to ride a motorcycle, you know. And that's, that's what I saw in him when I was at uh, Winchenden a couple years ago, and I saw him holding his – 110 wide open around the outside just passing everyone holding the thing wide open i said who is that kid and it turns out you know we uh we had previous you know connections with his dad and and got him on the team and it's been nothing but great and man what an awesome kid i can't be more proud of him and he's definitely going places so give him a follow now so you're not late and uh you can watch him explode on the uh, flat track scene in the next couple of years so uh, I want to say thank you for coming down today. Uh, we appreciate it, and we hope you keep, you know, rocking it out there. Stay fast. Thank you. So that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We are hitting the ground running this season, really trying to uh, get this podcast out there. We got Geico coming in on the next episode. We got some big news coming out of the Plymouth office, so stay tuned and keep the rubber side down. Peace.